everyone. Welcome to Moms After Bedtime. I'm Megan, and I'm here with Brooke. Just me. Today. And only Brooke. <laughs> Feels weird. Just, Hi. Just the two of us. Isn't that a song? <laughs> yeah. We can make it if we try. This is our American Idol auditions. Oh, no. <laughs> we're, we're doing karaoke this week. Just kidding. This is what happens but. when Mandy's not here to, like, keep us on track. <laughs> So, if you've been living under a rock, baby Ren is here. Yay! And we're very excited. She was born on July 3rd. Um, She's happy and healthy. Well, I don't know if she's happy, but she's healthy. (laughs) I don't know what newborn is really like. Lots of sunshine, but... Yeah, there's um, no way they're happy when they're first born. No way. Um, But she's healthy. She's here. We are so excited. Um, I can't wait to meet her. I'm kind of giving them some time to adjust before I barge in and... Mm -hmm. um, see them but we're very excited but so that means that it will be broken eye um for this episode and also we're gonna have some cool guest hosts um if you would still like to guest host and you didn't reach out just send us a dm we might be able to fit you into our schedule um and can't wait to have all those cool different stories and if you don't have instagram you can email us. Our email is in the show notes. So feel free to, yeah. to email us there. Yep. If we point. ever check that email. I don't know. I just I've, never like, I've never I'd checked I'd make it. a note to check the email. <laughs> <laughs> never done that before. But <laughs> So we're very happy for Mandy and the whole Langless family. Um, but it'll be a little bit till she comes back. She's on her paid maternity leave from us. <laughs> Yeah, we're paying uh, her. We don't make any money, but Megan and I are paying we're just her. Gonna... To... <laughs> uh, <laughs> but Mandy is also doing well. If anyone's wondering, Mandy is doing yes. well as yes. as far as we know. She has said it she's seems like good things and... are going well, so that's yes. good. And I can't wait to hear all the details when she comes oh, back. Oh my god, I know I'm excited. I know me too. It's also an exciting episode because this is our one year anniversary. Yay. Um, July fifth was the first time we posted an episode. So it's been a whole year. Um, yep. So the whole premise of today's show um, is that we asked you for some listener questions kind of about the whole past year, maybe where we're going in the future, or just really anything you wanted to ask us. Um, I think we like doing Q&As. They're kind of fun. And it felt mm-hmm. like um, kind of a nice way to honor one year. Yeah. Um, we'll try to answer for Mandy, I guess. <laughs> just thinking i wish we had mandy's input <laughs> uh, we know her well enough we can yeah. make it work <laughs> yeah hopefully anyway <laughs> but before we get to these questions that i'm excited to answer um let's do some wine and cheese brooke <laughs> i guess i have to go first <laughs> okay so um I think I'm going to start with my cheese because I'm thinking chronologically. So technically, this happened a couple weeks ago, almost two weeks ago. Um, A couple weekends ago was my friend Samara's wedding, and I was her maid of honor. And yeah, my cheese is just, it was a really good day. Like, it was a very laid back, relaxed wedding and it was nice to just like we didn't bring Shay with us so we had like it's almost kind of like a date night and yeah it was it just ended up being like a really nice night and it's always fun I just love getting dressed up 
Like, I was so excited and so looking forward to someone doing my makeup and my hair for me. Like, I guess I didn't realize how good it feels to have somebody else do all that stuff. That's always fun. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I was so excited. I was like, I can't wait for fake eyelashes. Just, I love them. I know you can get eyelash, like, extensions, Mm -hmm. but I don't have the patience to keep up with that. Yeah, and the money. It's expensive. I know. Um, But, man, I love a good fake eyelash. I know. It just makes a big change. And I had gotten a spray tan. So, like, yeah. It was, like, an excuse to pamper myself, get my nails done, get a spray tan, had my makeup done, got to wear a pretty dress. Um, And then, obviously, like, the big part was watching one of my best friends get married. And uh, it was just – it was a fun night. It was a good night and relaxing. That's so exciting. I didn't realize until, like, I should have put two and two together, but until you said, oh, I'm going to a friend's wedding, I should have put two and two together. That's who it was. But, <laughs> <laughs> but then I saw pictures and you look so pretty and that's so exciting. Congrats, yeah. Samara. It was nice. And it was very small and, like, intimate and the, it, it was them. So, like, they had a violinist and he um, oh, that's cool. played a song from the lord of the rings like as they left (laughs) (laughs) i also love at weddings when you know that they took the time to make it it's not like a cookie cutter Mm -hmm. wedding thing like you knew you know that they took time to add details that are so them yes like i just love that and that was my favorite part of wedding planning as well yeah putting in your own little details Yeah. yeah yeah and then my wine is just oh so this past weekend was 4th of July, for those people who maybe don't know that. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and it was just kind of a cruddy weekend because I had to work my second job. And normally for 4th of July, we go to visit um, Shane's side of the family at their like family camp on the water and all of that stuff. And Shane took Shay and I stayed home, which was a little bit nice because I had some alone time and got to really do whatever I wanted. and. Did I sleep in? No. Um, (laughs) I wanted to, but I didn't. So I missed out on like normal 4th of July traditions. And then in our neighboring town, they had rescheduled because of rain. They rescheduled the fireworks for Monday night. And I was like, sweet. Shade and Shay will be home on Monday. We'll go to the fireworks. So we went and waited until the fireworks were supposed to start at nine, which I was already like, do I really want to keep my toddler up till nine o'clock? But we did. And uh, we waited till almost 945 and they still hadn't started (gasps) and drove home and never got to see them. So Uh. I was just really disappointed in like the fact that we kept her up so late and got nothing out of it besides like a cranky ass toddler the next day mm. so it just sucked i was like i don't know you know when you have kids and you like envision like i'm just so excited she's just not at that age yet like christmas yeah. was pretty fun and i was like maybe she'll get fireworks we'll see and i wanted to try I was, it was like i'm probably gonna be kicking myself she's probably gonna cry because they're so loud and we're gonna have to leave it's but, also so late too so like even yeah. if maybe it wouldn't have affected her yeah yeah, so I don't know. I just envision like I can't wait for her to like be excited about that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, there was nothing, so I was just pissed off about it. Yeah. Then I feel like you only have a small window of time that they're going to be excited about stuff. Then they're going to get older and be like, "I'm going with my friends." The fireworks, yep. not you. Which, 
was another reminder of how fucking old I am because I was so annoyed with all the teenagers, like, and all their stupid ass lingo and. <laughs> Oh, I don't know how you do Story it. Story of my Megan. life. Yeah, I when I'm not at school and I see teenagers like in the wild, I'm like, God. I, well, okay, so like the gym I go to also has like athletes who come in the summer, and they're teenagers. And the owner is always like, "How do you do it?" <laughs> like he'll like quietly. I, I'm like, I couldn't. I'm like, I don't know, but I watching. I'm watching you like try to coach this group of teenage boys, and all I could think the whole time was. Wow, I'm so glad that I'm on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. it's fun too, but sometimes teenagers are a lot. But I, I think especially when they're not in school, that's true. Like you said, they're in the wild. Yeah. They're like free range, showing like, off. Like exactly. That's, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Being loud, like that's a very common. <laughs> They like there was like this group of like mostly boys, and they mm-hmm. saw another boy, and they were like, "Yeah, oh my yeah. god, yeah, and shut like, up, yep, yep." <laughs> anyway, what's your wine and cheese this week, Megan? Well, my wine, I feel like it's just kind of been like a blah week. I kind of have like my kind of mini wine that I feel like I just talk about all the time on this podcast is just like body image stuff mm. like we went um and I was really excited we went to Fort Knox I've never been but we live in Maine mm. and it's like 35 minutes from our house so it's pretty yeah, close I love Fort Knox yeah I've never it's been creepy. that's why I was like oh cool I want to go it is pretty creepy um but so we had a great time we walked around we had Eliza in like the carrier um so I was pretty much dead by the, <laughs> the end because I was carrying around 16, 17 pounds. Um, but so, but we just took like a bunch of pictures and like, I'll be honest, any, I think you actually posted this one time, Brooke, uh, like the meme that says, are you personally victimized by the photos your husband <laughs> takes of you? Oh my God. But, yes. Like this, even like selfies i took of myself and like all three of us and stuff it wasn't just his photo taking skills it was also just i don't know i was just like we got in the car and i was excited to look at all the pictures and then i was like god i look terrible and i just couldn't let it go and it just like kind of ruined my day which sucked because it was a really good day and then it like brought ryan down because i was like feeling bad about myself and he was trying to make me feel better and it was just it's just a cycle and like I know I'm, like, I'm working out to feel good mentally, and I know that what will come with that is physical stuff, too, but it just sucks to have body image stuff, and it's not just from being pregnant. I also gained, like, quite a bit of weight when I hurt my knee, so it's Mm -hmm. like I have, like, double things on top Mm -hmm. of me, but we'll get there. I don't know. It just sucks to feel that way. It's so hard, because I feel like I'm, like, I'm in the same I mean, I'm not postpartum, but I feel like a lot of my weight gain came later because we breastfed and so I didn't gain as much weight. And then also just this past year with I mean, a lot. I think a lot of people like gained weight, but yeah, for sure. Well, because the first couple of weeks were like, what else are we going to yeah. do? Let's have some beer oh, yeah. and eat some yeah. chicken wings or whatever. Right. But I think like I it's funny you say that because I was thinking just the other day, like I need to start having Shane take more pictures of us like I need to do it more I need to do it more I need to do it more but it's also so hard because then you look at them like I'm never gonna post them probably right but I'm trying to also retrain myself to be like I have 
don't care about it. Don't care about it. Don't right, care about like, it. Don't care about it. Honestly, I don't have a ton of pictures of myself and my mom growing up because I think she probably felt the same way. Mm-hmm. And I don't want Eliza to have that. So as much as I hate them, the pictures, I'm not going to like delete them or anything. And right. Ryan's like trying to help me thing was like, you're going to like the pictures someday. It's okay. Yeah, that's a good point. And I'm like, all right. Because you're all, you always look, I always look back on old pictures of myself and think like, yeah, wow. Yeah. I looked so much better than I thought I did at that point in time. Right, I know. Yeah. So it's like, it's just such a hard, I, I think like part of it is just like being a woman in our society. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard, yeah. but. That's, it is hard. That's my wine. Well, I guess that wasn't my mini wine. That was my big one. My mini one. (laughs) My mini one is just I've been having really weird, scary dreams. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I think I put it on, I put it on one of my stories, but had this dream that it was like the end of the world. And of course, they were still making us teach. And we were at work. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. (laughs) So we were like at work. And what it was is people were turning into zombies. But they weren't real zombies. They were zombies who were wearing clown makeup. Like the Joker, like clown so makeup, they were kind of clown zombies. Yes, and then okay. we went to this like hotel that was only supposed to be for police officers. And then Ryan got mad because he's like, "You're gonna blow our cover," and somehow I did, and so we got kicked out. <laughs> and I just like it was so stressful because I was trying to protect Eliza, and then I went Aww. to go like fight a zombie, and it's was just like. Its body was all rubbery and bendy. So I couldn't, like, fight it. <laughs> I don't know. It was so weird. And it just, like, sat with me for the whole rest of the day. You were uncomfortable. Yeah. I was, <laughs> whatever. I don't know. But that sucks to have dreams like that. Oh. Uh, um. Let's see. My cheese. Hmm. <laughs> oh, I guess... So, Thursday, which we're recording tonight on Wednesday, so tomorrow, um, Ryan and I have a little planned date night. Um, Yay! Yeah, so I think we're going to go try to go to the movies, which has been a long time. Yeah. Uh, to see uh, A Quiet Place, too. Oh, let me know how it is. I will. We I got him to watch A Quiet Place 1, so I was like, it's not scary, it's just, like, no. suspenseful. And he actually liked it. So, like, I can get him to, like, scary movies like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, I think that's what we're going to do. So, I'm excited to just have a date night. Yeah. So, yeah. Especially uh, the movies. I know. God, I'm so excited for movie theater popcorn. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Here I am. Like, God, I hate myself in pictures. And then I'm like, <laughs> extra butter, please. <laughs> Enjoy the food, yes, right? I will. Enjoy the food while you can. I will. But also, you're not going to bring like a purse full of snacks and then try to quietly open them in the movie theater so you don't get caught. Maybe like candy. I don't know. I talked to, I can't remember who told me this. I think it was someone I worked with said she used to bring um, blankets and burritos to the movie theater. Could <laughs> <laughs> you imagine? No, I just remember like, I don't know, is anyone else haunted by like being a child and having your mom force you carry like a giant old lady purse and fill it like we used to literally pop popcorn oh. at my house mm-hmm. microwave popcorn and stick a whole bag of it in our purse i sort and of she remember would make me carry one my sister would carry a giant bag and she would have like a giant purse and we would have to like sneak in That's so and nice. make sure nobody looked. It was always so like That's not very inconspicuous like two kids with a huge bag. <laughs> was 
it was, we look like 50 year old women because that's like what the purses were oh that's funny no i definitely have been like put this in your pocket yeah bring in these charleston shoes <laughs> that's, i mean that's one thing but <laughs> oh gosh yeah so we'll see but yeah, yeah so fun. that's my cheese thanks i hope so all right okay so we got a lot of really great questions kind of about just us this whole past year looking to the future so um we're just gonna throw them out there and have some fun answering them um the first one which i feel like we've never told our origin story um is what made you decide to do the podcast (laughs) i don't even know what made. i have my version of this my okay so we i when did we when we started talking about doing this it was like early on in the pandemic and there was a lot going on with like george floyd and that whole black lives matter thing and i remember thinking like i really want to like build somewhat of a platform and like speak and like get i don't know my thoughts and my feelings out in the world mm-hmm. not that i'm going to change anyone's lives but like i don't know i was just like ready to talk about things and so around that was around the time we started talking about it and i was like you know what cuz honestly i'm really not like a limelight type of person like I hate having any attention on me so I don't know I think Mandy was the one who brought it up okay <laughs> you're forgetting a small piece of the story <laughs> was what okay we used to have our little group of friends would get together on like do a little FaceTime and wine or well b- before yes. I got pregnant and I proposed the idea of a podcast called <laughs> called Corin queens but nobody oh, liked yes. that <laughs> no i did like that i liked that i don't know why why didn't we go with it because one we didn't really know how long it was gonna last like the quarantine That's true. and whatever but then i got pregnant and we started talking more and we're like oh we actually have like a a platform that makes sense for us to talk yeah. on not just be yeah. like yeah well and that was like the other piece that like i want i also I'm very passionate about making sure people don't feel alone. So, like, mm-hmm. I wanted to also talk about, like, my experience of being a mom and hoping that other people who were going through similar things had someone to relate to. Yeah, and I think once we kind of just, like, thought about that and we kept having our, like, FaceTime things, that's when maybe brought up, like, oh, we should do something yeah. on the motherhood train because yeah, that makes the most sense. So, yeah. Corn queens. <laughs> Mom's after bedtime. I did like <laughs> Was <that>. a go. <laughs> so the next question is, what has been your favorite part of doing this podcast? Honestly, I think, I'm a, okay. One, I am someone who loves the line. <laughs> I'm the opposite We're very of opposite. <laughs> um, so, I mean, just forcing people to hear me talk is rewarding to me, but... <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm a teacher. You're not forcing them. That's true. <laughs> it's a podcast. They have the choice to listen. They fast forward only my voice. <laughs> we will never listen to Megan. Um, but really, I think one of my favorite parts actually has been getting to talk to you guys every week. Because mm. I don't necessarily know that we would – we would still talk, obviously, but I don't know that we would be so intentional about actually having conversations. And so for me, going through – like. I guess what I consider, like, a pretty rough pregnancy um, and then being able to come back from postpartum and have this, like, already built into my life has Mm -hmm. been, like, such a huge support system for me. 
um, that I, I feel like sometimes maybe I took for granted, like, this whole time we've been recording. Like, it's nice to kind yep. of think about how helpful it has been. Yeah. I think we've said before it almost, like, some sometimes we'll record an episode and after I feel like I just had therapy. Like, right. It's like, and you're right. I 1,000% would not talk to you guys as much because mm-hmm. I... Because life would just, like... Not, well, I'm just not good at reaching out to people. Mm-hmm. Like, for any of my friends out there who listen to this, if you haven't heard from me in a while, it's not because I don't love you. It's because I just don't – I'm not good it's at, like, reaching out to yeah. people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're right. And it's nice to, like, schedule that time every week to yeah. see you guys. Um, I think that is one of my favorite parts. But um, my other favorite part is all of the people who I met through the podcast so Mm. whether that's people who started following us on instagram and interacting with us on instagram or guest hosts that we've had before Mm -hmm. i feel like um i've made friends i don't know if people feel that way about Mm -hmm. us but i honestly feel like there's a bunch of people who you know we interviewed or like i said interact with us on on instagram who i probably never would have met or spoken to before who Mm -hmm. i now feel like I know that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I want to talk to them or I, you know, I feel like it's nice to put some questions out on the Instagram and have people yeah. comment back whether they relate or suggestions or, you know, whatever it is. It's just, I feel like I have a bigger uh, support system mm-hmm. yeah. than I did before. Or even people that, like, I knew, but now that we both have this lens of being a mom and then maybe they listen or they at least follow the Instagram. I feel a little closer to them, I guess. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's definitely really cool. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Have you learned anything new about yourself as a person or as a mom since starting? That's a hard question because yes, definitely, but I don't know if it's because of the podcast or just because I've spent this past year like trying to work on myself a lot. It's hard to yeah. know if it's like a natural progression or if it's stuff that I learned about myself. I mean, I guess we're forced to talk about a lot more. Yeah, I get what you're saying because I feel like I am more – I have more of a place to be vulnerable. Yeah. Whereas I don't necessarily know I would have that without talking to you guys or, I don't know, like doing Instagram stories or whatever. Yeah, I feel like – I mean, I know I've learned I'm way more introverted over the past year, but that (laughs) I attribute to the pandemic. Right. It's sort of a crazy year to kind of talk about, like, look back on this last year because... Yeah, I'm trying to think, like, podcast-related. I think I... Maybe I realized that more stuff about... That more, like, things that you think you as a mom feel alone with Mm -hmm. is actually more common. Mm -hmm. Like, I think there's a connection that... Um, I didn't know mm-hmm. was there. I don't know. Yeah, no, I totally get that. Especially, I think the doing the polls has been cool for me oh, too to see the polls. like the numbers. Or you're like, oh, phew, I don't feel alone. Um, yeah, yeah, that's kind of, that's cool. Um, like it's okay to hate my kids sometimes. <laughs> I'm not the only one. <laughs> um, I remember I sat down in my hairdresser's chair. I've talked about her a lot on the podcast. So I just really like her. But mm-hmm. I remember I sat down in her chair and she's like, how's pregnancy going? When, when I was pregnant. And I was like, mm-hmm. I really don't like it. 
She's yeah. like, oh, that's okay. She's like, I hated being pregnant too. She's like, you just have to like kind of like your kid once in a while when they come out. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> so they're just like, that was nice. I kind of, it's yeah. sort of, I don't know if, like you said, if it's the podcast or if it's just becoming a mom, but like, I feel like mm-hmm. I am more comfortable like approaching other moms and like talking yeah. about stuff that's not just surface level mm-hmm. but I don't know I like for me I think have I learned anything about myself 100% because I became a mom in this past year yeah. so it's I feel like if you're gonna learn anything about yourself it's probably <laughs> mm-hmm. during that time so for sure um yeah I think not podcast related it's just learning who I am as a mom like you say Brooke and I think about this all the time is that you have this idea of who you're going to be as a mom and then you finally come face to face with her like after Mm -hmm. you have your baby and that's been kind of fun not fun sometimes it's not fun at all but and like you think you're going to be the same person but then you have a baby and you're like no I am not the same person as I was yeah good and bad like there's definitely a, a bunch of different stuff but yeah the other day, Ryan and I were like, what would we even be doing if we didn't have a baby right now? Yeah. Ryan's like, we'd probably be in, like, Europe or something. <laughs> but- I will never say this to a person, but I always hated when people were like, don't take your free time for granted. Like, you think you had no time? Wait till you have kids. Like, I mean, it's true. It's true. But. Yes. But. <laughs> at the same time. I mean, really, truly. What else would I be doing that is that as, like, fulfilling or whatever? Like, yeah. 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 So. The next question is, what are some topics you'd love to tackle in the future on Moms After Bedtime? Personally, I'd like to do a C-section episode. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, Just, I don't know. A lot can happen in a C-section. And I think that for me, even, like, I knew I was going to have a C-section. Not the day I had it. Like. It was supposed to be a different day, but, and nothing I read, no one I talked to, nothing can prepare you for, like, the recovery of that, I think. And I just feel like I'd like to talk about it and maybe have someone come on who's also um, had a C-section as well. A thousand percent. Let's do it. We have a whole nother year to record. (laughs) Hopefully. Hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Are there any other topics? Oh, I mean, I'm always down for anything mental health. I think that's important. And maybe more like inner child generational trauma stuff. I Mm -hmm. think that's important. Gentle parenting. Gentle parenting would be a good one. Um, I agree. Mental health is one that really any mental health topic. And then I'd really eventually like to get somebody on to talk about like uh, raising like anti-racist children. Mm -hmm. I'd also love to get someone to talk about like lgbtq parenthood like what that's like Mm -hmm. i'd love some guest hosts that have more i guess like experience or um what's another not experience but like knowledge knowledge on that topic because like i could sit here and talk about what i think but who i'll probably say something that's not right (laughs) i hate i just want someone expertise yeah someone who that's their experience life experience to come on and That'd be really cool. Yeah. I think those are topics that I would like to hear or do hear. What am I talking about? I'd be yeah. the one talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I feel like topics kind of just come to us sometimes, but those are 
kind of the big ones for me, I think. Mm -hmm. So this one is, do you ladies feel success after a year of starting the podcast? Um, (laughs) Yes and no. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we're only a year into it, so I don't expect us to be like super famous. Yeah. I think it was really exciting at the beginning when we first started like building a following and then, you know. Mm-hmm. the excitement kind of fizzles out a little bit so i'd say but i i feel like we've built a good community so i feel successful in that yeah i feel successful in I th- like the people that we talk to and i don't know or like random moments where like in mandy's due date group someone was like i love that podcast or mm-hmm. somebody that i just know in real life tells me um i actually have a coworker who you know was like i really wish that this existed when I was having babies and mm-hmm. <clears throat> that means a lot to kind of hear just people you know Agreed. in real life too so I feel like it's a success in that way but um yeah I'd love this to be my real job <laughs> <laughs> yeah someday it'll take some time yeah I, I guess it just depends on definition of success so yes famous no <laughs> <laughs> So, rate, review, subscribe, and... (laughs) Yeah, please do. Um, Our next question is full birth chart breakdown for each of you. And, I mean, we can't go into a full breakdown. No. That takes too long, and I would have to charge you. I feel like that's an episode I'd want to do, is, like, some kind of, like, Zodiac tarot card. However, I did pull up if anyone out there needs a good app. It's called CoStar, Uh, and it does a whole birth chart for you, so... That's a good one. Um, I'll just do like I'm, I won't do like my full chart, no. but um, if you couldn't guess already, um, I my sun sign is Capricorn, um, so is Eliza's, and my <laughs> <laughs> my moon sign is Leo, uh, which probably explains the limelight thing. Um, Makes sense. Yeah, and uh, my is it rising sign? Yeah, is Virgo. So. Pretty earthy with a little fire in there. With a little fire. <laughs> For me, a lot. I'm pretty much all Libra. Um, so my son is in Libra. Really? Yeah. Your son? Oh, wait. Sorry. I thought you meant your moon, too. Sorry. 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 I was like, <laughs> whoa, you're double? I'm like, uh, why are you surprised by this? We talk about oh, it all no. the time. <laughs> um, no, my moon is in Virgo. Mm. And my rising is in Cancer. But I have Libra in, like, four other areas so yeah i have capricorn in like pretty much every other <laughs> yeah that's just a small rundown uh yeah i am i feel like i think i like astrology so much because it really does match my personality but i feel like i feel that way with all personality things like enneagram well yeah but that's but that's like that's why you do it that makes sense yeah yeah <laughs> of course you like like them and you relate to them because you took the quiz and it told you but i think i guess what i'm also trying to say is that i think that they no matter what like personality thing i do like it's all the same like you could just mm-hmm. like layer them and it's like oh that's they're all the yeah. same thing like, I'm yeah. a type 3 Enneagram, which is yeah. full-on Capricorn, so. <laughs> yeah, and I'm a type 9, which is very Libra. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I, and also, like, anyone who also, I know we have a, quite a few people who also listen to Mystic Michaela. Um, mm. Please come on. Uh, but uh, I'm. She's going to hear that. Yeah, right. Um, I'm red-purple, and I feel like red is very Capricorn, and purple is very Leo. 
So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like they all pile on top of each other, but... Yeah, I don't feel like my colors really met. I think green is pretty Libra-y. You think so? Mm-hmm. It's all about balance and, like... She does say that um, green indigo, because I'm green... I don't know. I think I'm a blue to go, mm-hmm. but... um. She does say that green indigos are very much for, like, justice yeah. um, and advocating for, like, inequality. Yeah. So – or not advocating for inequality, but, but yeah. to prevent inequality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mandy is a Virgo. Uh, no. Is she a Leo or a Virgo? She's on the cusp. Hold on. I can tell you on CoStar. Oh, yeah. She's a Virgo. She's a – I'm pretty sure she's a Virgo, but a lot of her chart, I think, is in Leo. Leo. Mm-hmm. So – but hold on. I will go on CoStar. Maybe we should tell them we're saying this. The other benefit about CoStar, everybody out there, is that you can go and you can see all your friends. So mm-hmm. she is a Sun Leo, Moon Aquarius, Rising Libra? Oh, interesting. No, CoStar is pretty cool. This is not an ad, but. Yeah. Like you can look at their charts. And I I think I paid to add an extra thing on there so I could add Shay. Because I was like, what's our compatibility? That was fun. Oh, yeah. I used a different um, email and did Eliza's. <laughs> oh, my God. That's adorable. All right. If you could go back in time and talk to yourself as a new mom, what would you say? I feel like there's so much to say, but the biggest thing I would tell myself is uh, that it gets better. Oh. Like, it gets easier. Yeah. Especially right at the beginning because it was just so hard. There was a lot of emotions. and Oh, my God. the first two, The first two weeks – we were at the doctor the other day, and Ryan was like, she just, the doctor asked us, like, how things were going, and Ryan was like, the first two weeks were horrible, but then it was really good. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. She's like, well, duh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What did you think this yeah. is going to be? <laughs> but, I mean, even, like, for us, it was hard even past the first couple of weeks. Yeah. So, like, just to tell myself, like, it gets better. Yeah. And then uh also like i didn't know how to put this into words that you're gonna love this more than you thought you would Mm. that sounds awful well no but but i think no one can explain to you the love you're gonna feel yeah and you're gonna you're gonna like meet the best you're gonna meet the best version of yourself when yeah you know you're gonna want to be a better person i don't know i don't know how i think that's totally true i think that's worded well yeah yeah um I think for me, this kind of connects with my wine. I think I would just be like, can you just be a little easier on yourself? Like you just had a baby and went through like kind of a traumatic pregnancy in a way. It wasn't easy. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I think just like be nicer to yourself about your body and like bouncing back and also even um you know like breastfeeding um and that whole journey um i think now i actually don't like if i went back to listen to the episode we did about feeding um it was still kind of raw for me and i think Mm -hmm. that i was still feeling kind of bad about it but i just Mm -hmm. don't feel guilty anymore and i wish i could just tell myself to feel that way back then because i just don't like eliza need to eat the end and i don't and i'm not just saying that i really feel zero percent guilt or anything mm-hmm. now um which you shouldn't feel i mean i can't tell anyone how to feel yeah. and i know it's obviously like in the moment it's such a like hard decision but 
nobody should feel guilty for feeding their baby yeah. in any capacity. I mean, unless you're feeding your baby, like, soda yeah. or something. <laughs> then you should feel really <laughs> but, bad. But yeah. You should feel like a piece of <laughs> <Yeah>. shit. But <laughs> Yeah, but I, I just think that's just, like, a small part of it. But also just being, like, just be nicer to yourself. You just had a freaking baby, you know? Yeah. And I still am working on doing that for myself, but... I think that's yeah. what I'd say. Or even like looking back and being like the one time that you feel like you fucked up your baby, your kid survived and they're fine. Right. Like it's not going to mess them up forever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so just relax a little, which is easier said than done. Right. But yeah. <laughs> okay. This question is, what's your vision of the podcast in year two? Fame. <laughs> Fortune. <laughs> Quitting my day job. Just kidding. <laughs> um. Yeah, I just think my vision is that maybe we grow a our audience a little bit. That'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, have some cool guests on. I think just keep yep. working at it. Mystic Michaela will manifest that. Yep. Yeah, I think year two should be all about manifesting what we want out of this. Yeah, I think my vision in year two is uh, connecting more. Like, I think we have a good connection, but continuing that, mm -hmm. continuing the connections i've made this past year yeah and just like reaching more people and again making sure that people don't feel alone in motherhood or postpartum or pregnancy yeah i think that's so important because i think actually going back to the very first question i think originally what we decided we really wanted to do was create a space where people didn't feel alone because mm -hmm. this whole thing can be really isolating um and so i hope I don't know. Hope that we can spread that. It's really help more people. Yeah. Next question: Who was the biggest surprise to learn that they listened to Moms After Bedtime? Um, I don't know that it's a specific person, but I remember when we first started, like looking at, like where we post the podcast. It shows you where people listen, and we had people all over the world. It was cool. Like yeah. listening, I. I don't even remember all the countries, but I remember just being like, what? Like somebody in Mexico listened? Somebody in like, I think we had a couple like China, just like some yeah. random countries. And it was just like cool to see. And then also, like you said, uh, randomly hearing on like Facebook, like in, in groups being like, oh, I love that podcast. And there are people that I've right. never I don't know. I never knew them. Um, we also have a somewhat of a Canadian following. I think yeah. we had a couple like Canadian connections. So yeah, that's I don't know. Cool. Yeah, not a specific person. I would say. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yep. Yeah, that was cool. So there's same fine. answer. Yep. Or same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was cute. Um, Ryan's friends who do uh, New England Social they started their podcast first, so they like to say that it's we're the like daughter podcast whatever <laughs> and um they actually listened to our first episode to like support us and Aww. they were like it was really good but you started talking about breastfeeding and i was like i don't really i can't listen <laughs> yeah i'm like yeah i mean they're not yeah so i was like i totally get that and you never had to listen at all but they're <laughs> like they're really supportive so i think that wasn't a surprise but like it was nice to yeah. to have that um so the next question is how long does it take to record and then edit one show <laughs> depends on depends very much um 
the last, not this episode, but the last one, just there are some like random weird technical difficulties. And I I had a moment where I almost just texted you guys and was like, I'm never coming back. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. Because <laughs> um, it just took a really long time. So I had to like piece some things together. And to be mm-hmm. honest, like I said in the stories, I feel like my technology skills are like patchwork millennial like i kind of know from playing around with stuff but it's not like i'm a sound engineer or whatever so sometimes editing can take a long time for me because i just get a little too into like cutting out the ums and the whatever so and then i like look up and i'm like god i've been editing all day so yeah i'm slow at doing things so editing can sometimes take a really long time and then i get really frustrated and oh whatever it's just yeah. editing's really not my thing, but I do it because I like doing this. So it was like mm-hmm. a necessary evil for me. But <laughs> well, at first, just so everybody knows, the first like how long? There was a long time where Megan it was from like July to September. Yeah, which like I didn't realize it was. It took so long. It's pretty time consuming to edit. It's tedious. Recording is the easiest part, and sometimes that I would say like about an hour, but. Sometimes it's, like it's some, longer yeah. or shorter depending on how much we technical difficulties. Talk. Yeah, how like also if we're on topic or not because sometimes we get off on tangents and yeah. whatever. But um, yeah, I remember the first episode I edited. I was like, this is kind of fun. It's like mindless stuff. But I also remember thinking like, wow, Megan's been doing this for months and now I feel really bad that <laughs> <okay>. like <laughs> you were doing all of this and I didn't realize how much it took. But now – I agree. It's kind of a little bit of an evil. I I don't enjoy editing. It's just tedious, and you know you have to make time for it. But when we get famous this year, we can hire a sound editor. True, true. (laughs) How, like, if you were to estimate, I was thinking probably, like, at least, like, do you think six hours is, like, a a good... I'd say, like, if you took an average of all the episodes, because some of them are, like, honestly, this one will probably be relatively easy for you to edit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just because sometimes that's just what happens. So I think mm-hmm. all in all, yeah, I would say that's a pretty good average. Yeah, like four to six hours. Oh, that's a long time. Part-time job. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it it kind of is. kind of is, but we like it, so. Okay. What was your favorite episode or what has been your favorite episode? This is a hard one. I have quite a few. I actually think the one that we just recorded with um, Kristen, mm. the mental health therapist. That's um, definitely one of my top three. I really, really liked that one. I felt like I learned so much having her here. Yeah. And she was just so fun to talk to. And like, I don't know, like we talked about, I like talking about mental health stuff. Um I have to go, like, way back to the beginning because there was a lot at the beginning. Um, I liked our expectation versus reality. That was our first episode. Mm-hmm. I loved our body image one. I yeah. think that was, like – I would like to do a part two of that, actually. I think about... we should. I think our self-care one was really good. I don't know. I really like a lot of the more, like, mental health ones. And then I also really liked interviews. One of my favorite ones was hearing from – um charlene i was gonna charlene was probably i know that was when i was not here but i did listen to it um while i was gone but that's probably one of my favorite interviews or like guest hosts to listen to and definitely your birth story megan (laughs) i mean i've said this before but my birth story was my favorite just because i it was so like cathartic to come on and talk about it 
Um, Because, mm-hmm. yeah, it was – I think everybody should have at least, like, a couple friends that you go to and just tell your birth story to. Um, mm-hmm. I got to do it on, like, this and have other people – more people listen. Um, But I just feel like it's such a big thing. It's such a big moment. Yeah. And, and nobody asks nobody you asks it. you, and I I don't know. I mean, yeah. So I think not just because I'm a Leo Moon, but I liked doing my birth story. Um, yeah. but I also really liked actually our millennial mom episode. I'm just really um interested in like generational stuff and topics. Yeah. So that one was cool for me too. But I agree with your other all your other ones too. I list, there was not one single favorite. <laughs> I was just like, here's my top five. Yeah. I Honestly, I love doing question and answers, too, because I think people ask really good questions. Yeah, I enjoy those. I think one of the more powerful episodes were the breastfeeding. not Or not, not breastfeeding, but just feeding your baby. Feeding. We have, like, such wide perspectives on that. And I also think um, Mandy's infertility – uh Mm -hmm. episodes um Mm -hmm. i I think that those are really important and i think infertility Mm -hmm. affects way more people than you think and so i think it was it was good to have that yeah yeah um the next question is what do you see yourself doing one year from now personally or podcast uh one year from now Hmm. i think podcast wise like i said like growing our audience a little bit more maybe or like see what that looks like or maybe even now that the world is kind of opening up a little bit more and stuff, maybe doing some cool things where all three of us like go somewhere or, but yeah. So I think that podcast wise, that's kind of, I don't know where I see us. Um, personally, I don't know. Eliza will be like a year and a half old. I don't know. Maybe thinking about whether or not we do want to expand our family or not. Realistically, that's probably where we'll be at. Um, I, I'm very back and forth about what I – I really do ultimately think I want more kids, but I don't know. It's yeah, complicated. It's a really, yeah. <laughs> really, really tough decision, especially, like, having a complicated pregnancy and have a C-section. I feel like if I could, like, go through that again. I think it's more, like, financially and adding another human being to our bubble and stuff like that. But yeah. – um. I I don't know. So probably like thinking about that, maybe going on like a real, not real vacation, but like a venturing out a little further than like maybe Mm -hmm. New England with Eliza. Um, Mm -hmm. I just, when we had Kristen on actually the last episode and she talked about like how you can foster your inner child is doing things that you're a child, that you didn't get to do as a child. And we went on one family. This is just, you know, like, my parents didn't have a lot of money, whatever. And they were, like, always working. Um, So we didn't really go on any family vacations. And I just want Eliza to have that experience. Um, And so, I don't know. I guess, ideally, that's what I would be doing a year from now. That makes sense. We'll have a one and a half year old. I know. I can't think about it. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'll have a... How a two a three year three year old? Oh, She'll be like almost that's, three and a half, right? Yeah, yeah. That's scary. <laughs> um yeah, well I guess I'll just go into personally. Personally, I will be finishing up school. Woo-hoo! Hopefully. 
Um, yeah, I mean, that's like the big thing right now. I'll be done school. Hopefully I'll be in a job that I'm uh, wanting long term, doing things that I'm like super passionate about. That's awesome. That seems so like when you say that, it seems so close. We've been working so hard. Yeah. And it's only a two year program, but it feels like I've been in it forever. It hasn't even yeah. been a whole year. Um, and then, I mean, ideally I would like to find, uh, I would like to get a new home. Uh, who knows where the market will be <laughs> in true. a year, but if for some reason it works out that we're in a good position to buy a new house, I would, I would love to stay in the same town, but we just need a bigger house, a newer house too, with a lot, like we have so many problems in this house. And then the podcast, the, like I've said this whole episode, just like expanding more and hoping that we can like reach more people and make people feel like part of a group mm-hmm. or welcome to us in our lives and um, wanting to share parts of their lives too. Yeah. And be signed by a network. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, who knows? Maybe I won't be working. <laughs> Maybe you did this for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. No. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I meant for nothing because you're going to be famous. Well, I know. That's what I'm saying. I'd be waste- I would have wasted all this money. I'll have enough money to just pay it all off like it never happened. Um, No, I can't. I was going to say I can't imagine like not having two jobs. I my Libra self, I always have to have like multiple things going to like appease all sides of my like what I like to do. So I think if we were to ever like make a bunch of money from this, I think I would still do like work. I would probably just like open my own agency and like work part-time or something i don't know i feel that like the working thing i know it's kind of like not almost not related to this but it feels nice to only have one job like i can't the weight off my shoulders but then i also just told them today that i'd work this weekend (laughs) (laughs) we're also going to we're doing like a tiny little overnight family vacation next week um to booth Mm -hmm. bay harbor and so i was like well it'll be like a little extra spending money whatever exactly it won't be hard i just went in there and was like i'm gonna be a big girl and tell them i'm never working again (laughs) and then they were like i really hate to ask you this because i know you put in your resignation but any chance (laughs) and i was like you know what sure it's the whole like it's the idea of having to go to work that like i'm like oh why did I sign myself up for this? Why am I doing this? But then, like, once I'm there, it's not. Once I work yeah. it and have the money, and like, yeah. then I'm like, oh, oh this is not bad. bad. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. So let's end on a kind of fun one. Um, who would play the three of you in the Moms After Bedtime movie? <laughs> I f- okay. So my first thought for Mandy is Reese Witherspoon. Me I don't too. Know why. <laughs> But actually, <laughs> the one that was in the same running for me was also Margot Robbie. I think that's how you say her name. Oh, yeah. I guess I see that. Like, if she was playing Mandy, she yeah. could do Yeah. Like, it would make sense. Yeah. I don't know. I just think, like, Reese of Reese Witherspoon and, like, Big Little Lies. Um, I never watched that. I just think of Reese Witherspoon as, she, you know what, is she always reminds me of someone who, like, has her shit together. That's what I was going to say. Like, she's always, like, the mom who is, like, organized and, like, ready to go. And, and like, she's also, like, cute, blonde, little, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I don't even know. I'm trying to think of like brunette actresses. Megan Fox. That would be you, Megan. <laughs> Lots of similarities. I actually, okay, so I asked Ryan because I was just like, I just think this question is always like a fun one to answer. And so yeah. I asked Ryan and he's, <laughs> okay, this is just his like logical brain thinking. He said, Naomi Watts, who is blonde. Who's Naomi Watts? Google Naomi Watts. I am. Oh, oh. <laughs> what? Why? Okay, I w- that's why I was like, <laughs> she's, one, she's like 50-something. Two, she's really skinny and blonde. Yeah. And Ryan was like, oh, she's supposed to look like you? I thought just like acting abilities, like who a director would hire. I'm like, what? <laughs> that's not the point of the question. I don't get that. I don't get that. <laughs> okay, so... This is my answer for you, though, is I was thinking. And honestly, please, anyone, like, don't be offended because I don't know any names. But no, no, no. I was going to say Sandra Bullock, but when she was younger. (laughs) Really? Yeah. I like Sandra Bullock. That's a huge compliment. I think so. But when, but not like, I mean, she's like 50 something now. But like her and like while you were sleeping or like when she was. Yeah. I like her. Yeah. I like that one. I, um,. Uh, for some reason, I, I've had more than one person tell me that I remind them of Drew Barrymore. Oh, I see that. I can see that, too. So probably her, but she's also a little bit older. Um, Another person that I was thinking of is, I don't know if you know who she is. She might have to Google her. Kat Dennings. She's in, like, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. She's in Two oh, Broke Girls. Yeah. Also, yes, looks wise, yes. I don't know if you know her, but Jenna Malone. If you look at her, you'll be like, oh, I know who she is. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. I saw her in something recently, and I think, I'm like, oh, yeah, actually, I feel like that would work. Actually, I don't know, this pops into my head, but I think the person that could probably play me actually the best would be, like, Lena Dunham, <laughs> to be honest. Yes, you are so right, because I remember watching Girls. Head. I remember watching Girls and being like, no offense, <laughs> this is you, yeah. Megan, like, back, back, back then. No, yeah, like, the first scene similar. in Girls where she is like telling our parents like i'm writing a memoir but i have to live it first (laughs) yes i'm like yes god why (laughs) yes that's very that's a good point Uh, i have quite a list for you but really okay so i'm just like not good i just don't know uh we were talking about this before and the first thing i thought of was the cover of almost famous with kate hudson I feel like I that's a good that one. looks like me. I I think that was a good one. I think that was better than the ones that I had. But my first one that popped into my head was Blake Lively. <gasps> oh, my God. I'm so complimented <laughs> by that. That's amazing. Well, I just Thank think, you. like, she has, like, this, like, big, beautiful hair. And she's just, like, no matter what she's in, she's just very, like, warm and, like, welcoming mm. kind of. So I suck at this, and you're amazing because I feel so good right now. And I'm like, oh, Sandra Bullock when she was young. <laughs> <laughs> um, my the other ones I had for you were Brie Larson. Oh my God, and again, I feel so. Ugh. What? <laughs> I'm just I telling so you good. what I thought of. I spent I know. ten minutes thinking of all the actresses I could think of. <laughs> but the the other two I had was Michelle Williams, who is married to um Heath Ledger. Oh. That's only because I just watched um, 
a movie with her in it. And also Carrie yeah. Mulligan. I don't know if you know who she is. She's in The Great Gatsby. That was very nice. I feel like you like oh. just complimented me that whole time. Oh, well, <laughs> that's who I would cast. I would also think I had another good one for Mandy, too. Like a young Cameron Diaz. Yeah. Because I didn't know we were doing, until you said Sandra Bullock, I was like, oh, we could do younger ones. Yeah. So. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like that's a pretty good cast. Yeah. You know what? I want Leonardo DiCaprio to pay me to play me. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio. He has such range. <laughs> I'm like John Travolta. <laughs> I mean, he played a woman in Hairspray. He did. So. He did a good job. Yeah. Yeah. If I remember correctly, I don't know. I mean, it was obvious it was him, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a fun one to end on. Yeah, I like that. Me too. So, um, thanks for joining us for our one-year Q&A episode. We will be back next week with a guest host. Um, We'll have a few more after that. Interact with us on our Instagram at moms.after.bedtime. And rate, review, subscribe. Um, I think it's follow, I think, on um, Spotify. So... Anything that you do that's like that helps us get more people and more followers. And obviously, if you listen to this episode, we want to grow a little bit and connect with as many people as we can. So we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.